Welcome to Perspectives Podcast by Splunk, where we get executive takes on topics covering cybersecurity and technology innovation by leaders and for leaders. My name is Corey Minton, and I'm joined by Sean Cooney, my uh, co-host. And today we want to have a conversation that is all too common, it seems, in technology about things like innovation, emerging technologies, and we'd be remiss not to at least talk about AI and some of the uh, the crazy innovation happening in that space. So we've invited Splunk's new CTO, Min Wong, to join us for a conversation. Min, would you do us a favor and start by giving us a little bit about your journey, your history, kind of how you got to the, the seat you're in now of not only joining us here, but CTO at Splunk? My journey here has been fantastic during the 90 days, super exciting, a lot of challenges. What got me there is one-word data. I started my career after I got my PhD in database query optimization in 99. And uh, since 99 until now, 25 plus years, uh, and I spent a good 20 years in doing industrial research in data. Uh, starting with the IBM TJ Watson Research Center, working on IBM's DB2 optimizer, then enterprise data analytics for HP labs, then joined Google when Google Research in 2013, uh, when Google Brain was still in early stage. Then I left Google, joined the, the payment company Visa, started the research organization there, did the really exciting two-plus-year journey to build a deep learning model to really change the way how payment industry dealing with the fraud detection. Then went back to Google, uh, joined the Google Cloud, really did a big change in my career, turned from a research side to product development. Uh, lead the development of a new product at Google Cloud for two years, and then joined the Google Assistant, which is all about AI. Uh, what problem, like what brought me to Splunk, are really the timing. Uh, when generative AI started in such a big way, way in the past year or so, I started to ask myself. Technology in my mind is always a means to an end. When new means like this one come, what is the industry that can benefit from it the most in, term, in terms of the end, which is for me always delivers the best value to the customers? Absolutely. It's a really interesting career path. Thank you for sharing. Uh, yeah, I want to make a note is like for those of uh, people who may listen to this, uh, uh, if you started your career after you got your PhD in computer science in industry research organization, like in the past, Bell Labs, IBM Research, Microsoft Research, and so on, five years is usually the point that people are saying, hey, am I going to change to the other side of the industry, build development and product? And if you don't do that, at that point, you do stay in research forever. <laughs> and uh, I'm a really odd layer because uh, when I made the change on 2018, uh, like I left Visa and I told Google the only reason I come back is I'm going to do product development. Uh, yeah, really? but I'm, I'm so glad I did that because I feel so closer to the real value delivery part of the chain. Yep. 
right? So a real outlier, <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about AI then. We're here today. Yeah. Uh, it's obviously one of the, the buzzwords that we're hearing a lot at the time and moment. We've probably entered the next wave, the summer of AI, as it were, um, probably in large part thanks to OpenAI mm-hmm. and ChatGPT. But what are you most interested in? What are you most excited in over the, over the next year or so when it comes to AI developments? Yeah, you know, going to like my answer, at least the first part. <laughs> While I have been talking about generative AI on the keynote all the way, I want to make a clear point here. Remember, in my mind at least, innovation and any new technology is always a means to an end. Yep. And the end is customer value. And uh, to be concrete, bring value to the customer, solve their ma- most important problems in the best, eff- most effective way. Yep. And uh, you got to start from there and then look for the proper technology. So define your problem and the expected outcome first. Then go through the chains of options of technology and the generative AI as other technology is just one of your options. Depends on what outcome you expected and what problem you're facing. Generative AI could as well be the best one or could not be suitable. Don't forget all the other technologies we have all built over years, traditional machine learning, statistics, database, right? Some problem can still be best solved by them. Yeah. And the generative AI is super powerful. Bring the powers from dimensions that none of us imagined before, but it is still new to translate this technology to real value and solution is a long way to go. And uh, for me, like uh, leading this journey at Splunk is what excites me the most. Absolutely. So that's one of the things that we we look at, you know, public statements of some of the largest organizations around the world. And there's these unifying uh, kind of thread that we see, which is, you know, chairmen and CEOs talk a lot about cybersecurity is a must, but innovation is also a must. Yeah. So how do leaders like you and how do you hear other leaders trying to balance that requirement of, hey, we absolutely need to innovate. There's pressure from outside forces because generative AI is this talk, but how do you balance that need for innovation with that need to build things that are resilient and secure? Mm-hmm. I think uh, it's all come to some basic uh, principles. I think we need to be super clear about your business goal first. Super clear about your business goal and uh, don't leave any ambiguity. That doesn't mean it cannot change. Make it clear when you need changes, but before any change, you need to be super clear with your team about your business goal. And then based on the goal, start to build your innovation and the technology roadmap and strategy to achieve this goal. And, and then the next important thing is really how you measure your progress, yeah. right? Absolutely. So this is actually one of my favorite to- topic is like for anything, if you want to be successful, you first need to have a clear goal. Second, you need to have a roadmap in a way that you can measure your progress. Yeah. For generative AI in particular, you know, uh, I actually talked to a, a few colleagues already during ESA and the day before ESA. I start to think about how I am going to measure the s- progress of generative AI technology in Splunk setting. Yep. So here is some very early thought, like uh, 
really early and uh, uh, I have is really the point like version 0.1 I would call it. <laughs> yeah so I think is really we need to define our success management around the two places one is several key user journeys and second is a certain fundamental common components for using generated and then once we have this is hard we're going to start something and keep iterating depends on what we hear from our customers in particular from the field and then for each of those components and the user journey I think there, like, especially when it comes to user journey, I want to focus on several dimensions to measure if we are making progress. Is One is to really help our customers in this particular journey doing things faster, yep. easier, smarter, and simpler. Okay? <laughs> easily, easily, easier, and simpler. Simpler and not the same, have some overlap. I haven't uh, defined the specific <laughs> definition yet, but uh, then translate this whole concept into some uh, early metrics, start to quickly iterate to see if we are making any progress, right? And uh, one thing I've always called out is really, I didn't say cheaper. Did you notice? Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. So I actually cheaper was in my initial draft. I would write down my on my notepad. I deleted it because I don't think a cheaper is a, a well-defined term in this scenario. Because expensive or cheap is all relatively to the value, and I would rather for myself to focus on the value generation and then let my other colleague to figure out the pricing. This one. <laughs> That's really interesting, isn't it? It is. So um, let's let's think about the average organization going through or thinking about their own AI journey over the next however many years. Who should lead the change in in AI? Because it's, it's a lot of organizations may jump at the chance of maybe thinking this is just another IT project, right? And yeah. maybe it's the responsibility of the IT director or the CTO or the COO. Whose responsibility should it be? Uh, what uh, I didn't get your last sentence. Whose responsibility should it be to lead an AI change? I think uh, I I think it is the whole organization. Yeah. And uh, I also want to add uh, the first step for a lot of organizations is going to be get some technical fundamental understanding about generative AI before you talk about anything. Actually, I'm going to push it to do it as Splunk. That's fantastic. So one of the, the things you just mentioned is you have to have everyone on the same page. Everybody has to work together to achieve the innovation. But as a, as a senior leader in, a, in an organization, you ultimately have to answer to a board of directors. And a board of directors needs to be in your camp as an executive. They need to be aware of and aligned to your vision. What are some best practices that other CTOs might benefit from on how do you clearly articulate and, and, and get the board of directors in your camp, so to say, and supportive of your vision? Yeah, I think uh, it depends on the, your board uh, uh, member's background, but uh, uh, in most cases, uh, I would start uh, with uh, an informal conversation to get everybody on the same page from the technical understanding level about the generative AI, what is about. You know, so many people talk about the generative AI, but the fundamentals need to be 
better understood for us to have a meaningful conversation when we talk about the generative AI strategy. The second is really using examples yeah. to illustrate your vision instead of keep talking about the principle and concepts, right? I think that's usually work for me the best. Start with simple example and how this example is, assuming it's a user journey, how is solved today? Or how is, why is not solved today, <laughs> rather? And then what is the ideal outcome if you have the technology to really bring it to the next level in a better way? And then list all the technology options that can bring you there and tell them which one is the best one for each component yeah. and the why, right? And then the next step is really show experimental result to, to, to really validate what you said yeah. is not just gut feeling. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. And uh, yes, example-driven thing always working for me the best. It's keeping me honest. Yeah. Ex explaining it, metaphors and so on. Yeah. yeah. Great. Thank you. So we've spoken about AI. Yeah. But I'm sure there are other disruptive technologies that you're thinking about mm -hmm. beyond AI. Would you mind sharing a few of them? I actually think uh, the, I wouldn't call it disruptive. I, I really think one interesting problem for, like there are two, like uh, there uh, one interesting problem for all, uh, for all of us looking to is how we can seamlessly kind of integrate the traditional machine learning technique with generative AI so we, get, we can get the the good side of both, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we all know generative AI have hallucination problem, and I want to call it unless there is a big revolution, like really technology revolution on how we build the large language model, hallucination is not going to be solved. It will be always there. All we can do is to reduce it. Yeah. But on the other side, the more you reduce this, generative AI's special power is became weaker. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like hallucination, another way to say hallucination is being creative, right? <laughs> yeah. So so this but that but I do feel yeah. uh, by leveraging what we have built in traditional machine learning, there may be a way we can do it better. Yeah. The second uh, one I'm thinking is really how we better do domain-specific generative AI model, not only for quality, and but also for cost. Now I'm talking about cost. We're not building model to solve the world, uh, all the language phenomena, so everything everybody got to say in all the languages, right? Yeah. So we got to want to solve all the problems a Splunk customer can ever met in their environment or workflow. So that is a much smaller specific domain. Mm -hmm. So how do we fine tune the model to be domain and Splunk specific and also getting smaller? That's fantastic. Well, I mean, it's been fantastic to have you join us on Perspectives. And I candidly, I think the having a CTO that has a vision for how the technology will evolve the customer journey is fantastic. But also thank you for the guidance on 
Uh, how do you really act as a great leader in a technology organization to drive innovation and help your customers achieve the most value? So it's been a fantastic conversation. Thank you all for joining us on this podcast, and hopefully you'll be tuning in to splunk.com forward slash perspectives for more conversations and takes from the executive team on topics around cybersecurity and technology for leaders and by leaders. I'm Corey Minton. Thanks so much for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're currently using. If you're listening and you want to watch the show, check out YouTube. And if you're watching, but you'd prefer to listen, check out the Perspectives podcasts wherever you find your podcasts. Speaking of podcasts, you should also check out the Security Detail podcast by Audra Streetman and Kirsty Payne. They explore cyber threats across a variety of industries with some of the most trusted names in cybersecurity. And don't forget to check out splunk.com forward slash perspectives for blogs featuring the latest executive takes on today's security and technology topics by leaders and for leaders. Thanks for listening.